happened <laughs> the tomfuckery yeah i'm not sure how it happened or what you don't get to hear the intro that we heard because we heard it before just didn't start recording <laughs> and uh <laughs> we're back there's that monday statement i just made fucking definitely goddamn monday oh 100 percent. oh okay so I think we, you and I, I think we talked a little bit about last week, how you and I have kind of been both just going through some motions, you know, feeling, feeling the effects of life shit and shit. Um, just, uh, I think it was last week, might've been Thursday or Friday at work. Uh, one of the guys was like trying to figure out the logistics of getting me to work, uh, get back on Saturdays every month. And I was like. Not gonna happen. I was like, dude, I can't, I, I can't do it. I got my son. I got this podcast. It's all very important to me. I can't do it. And he walked away. And then, like ten minutes later, I walked outside and he was talking to some of the other guys about it. And as I'm walking to my tow truck, he goes, "Yo, I'm just trying to get it figured out." And I'm like, I turn around and he goes, "The Saturday thing." And I was like, "Oh yeah." And he's like, "Yeah, maybe, maybe just like one Saturday a month." And I was like, "Dude, I can't, I can't do it. I, I cannot." I, I'm going to drain myself. I don't have time to get stuff done at home already. My son's stuff is coming up. More important stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I can't I can't do it. I'm trying to get... And I, I don't know if it was like in that moment. It, it was kind of accidental. But I was like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to get trying to get out of this shit. And he was like, trying to get out of what? I'm like, this, I don't want to do this forever, man. I, I, I don't want to... I'm not... I'm not here to stay. I, I can't do this to myself. Yeah. And... <clears throat> The body won't hold up for that long. He was like, oh, okay. Well, it's it's not just that. Like, ever since I started working and when I when I got to that point in my life, I just never understood how people just settle and just stop. Like, 100%. Like, progress? Yeah. And I know we talk about this a lot, but it really hit me in that moment. Like, no. Absolutely not do I just want to settle here. I'm 35. The fuck would I want to do this for another 20 years and just end my life? Yep. I don't want to do it. And... I think I think it kind of threw him off, and I didn't mean for that. But I was just being honest. Like I, I gotta change. Things have to change now, or they're never going to. Yeah. And I refuse to settle for that. Well, that was like today. One of our good friends, you know, or one of our mutual friends, mm-hmm. trying to get me to go to work with him, and he was like, "I told him I was like, with what you do, I'm not going back to work on Saturdays." And oh yeah, yeah. He was like, well, it'll only be one Saturday a month. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. Like, he's like, well, it's good money. And I'm like, it's less money than what I'm making now. And it's not guaranteed money. I was going to say, starting off, it's probably not good money. Because those some of those guys are like 30 years in. Oh, yeah. And now they make good money. Yeah. But it's taken time. Well, he was like, well, there's this one gal that was making like 9 to 10 a month. And I was like, yeah. But you got to realize women in that industry usually do better because mm. people trust them more. 
Absolutely, yeah. They expect a guy to be trying to take advantage of them. A woman, they don't expect that from. Right, yeah. So They're a little bit less robotic. And and if I'm being honest, they look nicer. 100%. They are a lot more approachable. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, when I was selling cars, I definitely preferred to go to the female service rider when I needed help with things. Yeah. (laughs) They're nicer. (laughs) Nobody wants to walk up to the, the glass door and... See my big ass sitting behind the desk like, no. <laughs> Down, Shrek. Down. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> so that's, a, that's the whole other thing, too, is like I don't want to keep doing what I'm doing. And if I thought that there was a plausible way for me to switch jobs and continue making the money that I'm making now, then I, w- I would consider it. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm rooted just like you are. Well, the other thing with like mine is people don't see a lot of the behind the scenes of where my job's benefits come in right because we don't only have just our pay and our health plan yeah we have a lot of other crap that we get yeah yeah just for working there i was i was thinking about this actually the other day because we had talked about some of the little perks that your job gives you yeah just like even if it's just the the drink stuff and stuff like that and i was thinking about it at my work too because like you don't you don't think about that, but if you work at a shit company, they don't provide half the shit that we get. Oh no, not at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the little perks really step in for a lot of the big stuff too. Uh, just like you, what, what do they give you? A bunch of Gatorade shit? What'd you say? Well, they give us, yeah, like your powdered Gatorade. They yeah, give us yeah, the yeah. liquid IVs. But even even aside from that, like we have a a recognition system um, also for like if you go above and beyond or anything like that. Mm-hmm your peers or even your uh, your bosses and stuff can give you points on this recognition system and you can literally like there's all inclusive vacations and shit that you can purchase on there there's I I, I use it to buy all my tools at home like I, yeah, yeah. I I can get Home Depot gift cards Lowe's gift cards stuff like that and I'll I'll get a hundred dollar Lowe's gift card like once every couple of months and go and buy another power tool see and that shit really stands out it's the little things like that that really stand out you know and like we get fucking benefits on the cars that come in and out of there yeah if we need transportation or somebody close to us needs transportation we can find a badass fucking car or truck and he'll give it to us for dirt cheap you know and all the shit that comes out of the cars and things like that it just we get prime powder like the, the prime yeah. yeah we get those in powder form and I get that every day I don't have to drink shitty fucking water. It's just, yeah, it's the same thing, man. And I think that stuff, I don't want to start over new when I'm trying to, I'm trying to make some, my, my exit strategy now. Why the fuck am I going to start over somewhere new and sacrifice all that? Yeah, exactly. So. And, and I mean, you're, the company you're with is extremely willing to work with you on th- on this stuff. 110%, so yeah. There's no reason to leave something like that right. where you're you're making the good money and they're willing to work with you to help you better yourself and that's that's what i like about my company also because my boss has literally said to all of us i don't care if what is best for you is here or somewhere else Mm -hmm. he's like i want to see you do what is best for you and your family right he's like if if we need to work on an exit strategy you know hey I, i might tell you hey i need like two months before you can leave so that i can get somebody to fill your shoes good shoes yeah yeah then, you know, as long as you're willing to work with me, I'll work with you. And, I mean, we'll make something work. And See, that's the kind of relationship you want to keep, too. Yeah, 100%. You can always go back to that for whatever you need. 
Well, it's like when I left to Ohio, as soon as the boss found out that I was moving back to Arizona, because mm-hmm. my stepdad worked there at the time. Were you there before you left Ohio? Yeah. Left Left for Ohio? I worked there for a year before I went to Ohio. No shit. And uh, so as soon as the boss found out that I was moving back from my stepdad, the boss was like, you have him call me immediately. <laughs> I need to talk to him. And so I called him. I was like, hey, you, you wanted me to call? And he's like, I heard you're coming back. And I was like, yeah. He's like, are you coming back to work? And I was like, I mean. In theory. I, I can. <laughs> I need a job. <laughs> I, I need I need money. So, but yeah, it, it was cool just like having that where, and that's where like I've talked about before, just that the, the way that that company values their people. And it, it seems like yours is the same way is it's. Yeah. They see, they see us more as people than they do just numbers, which is and huge in my book. Yeah, hundred percent. So, I mean, my boss knows all of us by name, and like knows all of our hobbies, everything. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. It's uh, every time that I've ever just gone in to talk, or just to figure some stuff out, like with pay or whatever. Um, you know, the owner, the 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 early owners are still there which is my two bosses' parents. It's very family. Um, and mom handles the pay and everything like that. And I'll, I'll ask her questions, and she'll clarify shit for me, blah, blah, blah. And she'll always ask me, like, on a real level, like, is that, is that going to work for you? And I don't – I've never delved any farther than that. I, I don't know if I could ever ask any more of that, you know? Yeah. Whatever that situation is, is I appreciate it, but I don't think I want to go there. Yeah, for, for a company that's already, you know – doing everything for you it's hard to ask for more they they bend a lot for me and i had to do it again uh my son's soccer practices are going to be on some thursdays that his mom can't get him to so she asked me to deal with it they start at five (laughs) (laughs) when i'm off (laughs) so i went in there and i flat out just told the two bosses we're we're all cordial and everybody laughs and everything i said listen i'm i know i'm already princess around here but i need more help (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry I gotta do this I apologize but I need I need this time and he was like well just figure it out as soon as as soon as you can ahead of time and two days not two hours I was like I'll do my damnedest <laughs> so what about ten minutes yeah. <laughs> well she just told me so actually I gotta go no. I know I'm in the middle of this call but we're gonna just leave this car sitting here yeah um, I'm gonna get somebody else out here now <laughs> <laughs> No, but they're, man, it's, it's, we do, we do fucking hard jobs, but I'm thankful that the companies are at least on our side this time. Yeah. It's for everything that you and I are trying to accomplish outside of it. It's nice that people understand because my boss told me the same fucking thing as yours. He's like, I, if, if you're, if your stuff and your side business starts paying you more than what you're making here, I fully expect you to not stay here. Yeah. hundred percent. And I was like, I'm so. I wasn't even ready to have the conversation, but I'm glad you get it. <laughs> Fuck. So, it's nice to, like, have an, an adult on the other side of the desk, you know? Well, and what helps with your company is it is that mom-and-pop type of company. Yeah. So, it, they're all living the dream that we're trying to accomplish right now. So, they understand. I actually never thought about it that way, but, I mean, realistically speaking, they've done it. Yeah, they've been sitting in the shoes that we're sitting in right now, trying to figure out how they're going to, one, how they're going to get their start, and two, how they're going to get it to take off. Right. So. And uh, their their mom, our mom, 
that one of the original owners used to run tow trucks back in the day. They've been around for 40 fucking years, and she used to run it, too. So well, yeah, when you start out like that, I mean, you, you got to be like operator f- and owner and you're everything. A fucking badass, mom. <laughs> God damn it. She's like, I don't know anything about the trucks nowadays. I'm like, I bet you can still run circles around me. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> One of them situations where you're like, I don't really want to call and say I don't know how to pick this car up because she's going to be like, hey, stupid. <laughs> I will never make that phone call. Between them, my dispatcher and her, nope. I will not be calling. <laughs> I'm going to figure this the fuck out right now. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually kind of kind of strange the other day. I actually had to say no to a double on the simple fact that there was an accident and I hadn't even, I didn't even know there was another truck involved, first of all. Oh. <laughs> didn't know there was another truck. And the cop came over and he goes, hey, I got another truck over here. Are you going to be able to take that too? I was like, where? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get this car unstuck that's, that's sitting six inches from going into the canal. Oh, nice. And its control arm is broke, so I'm trying to get it off the, the fucking cement curb to come up and onto my bed. And it's like, nope. Nope. I don't want to. You didn't want to go fishing? I wasn't into it. <laughs> so I was like, I'll, I'll get another truck coming. He goes, don't worry about it. I'll call your dispatcher. Then she calls me. <laughs> hey, you can't double? And I was like, I don't know, Becca. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be using the real names. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I haven't even seen it. She goes, oh, it's a Silverado. I'm like, okay, I I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's fucked up or... Yeah, I don't know the condition. The Silverado <laughs> does not help me. It still has to be fucked up in the correct way for me to tow it. Because uh, to go double, you got to put one on Stinger, right? Yep, yep. And yeah. the, the caliber was not. <laughs> it went over two medians, a sign, and was trapped next to a canal. Uh, no. You could put that on the stinger. Come yeah, on now. Both rears broken off, but... <laughs> Just drag it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Sparks in Arizona don't cause any issue in the summer. It's kind of, <laughs> It was kind of shitty because the Silverado was like... It still ran and drove. <laughs> I was like, fuck, well, I just wanted to get it done. Only time I've ever had to say no. That's probably not true, but it happens so rarely. That was fun. <laughs> I haven't even seen it. What do you mean? I don't know what it looks like. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> I didn't know there was another vehicle involved here. <laughs> Judging by the way this one looks, that one can't be pretty. <laughs> Who parked that one over there? <laughs> she just drove it. Fuck. God damn it. Sorry. Right. <laughs> what? What? Uh, is there? I mean, is there any? I, I don't know what the question is here. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything like one job at your work that's? more terrible to deal with than another part of it like i don't know what i'm asking so i don't know what your job entails i know you build these fucking things well i wouldn't say build because they're all old it's like legos huh you just repair them yeah it's it's, so we order from like um oh fuck oh fuck that's not a company i well i know we used to order from um from Acton, but I don't think they're even in, in business anymore. I think the most recent ones we just got, because so until this year, our newest building in our fleet was like an 07. Holy fuck knuckles. So, so they're to, old. To give uh, to give the listeners a little bit of context about what you actually do, because I don't think we've ever actually talked about it. If you've ever driven by... Um, construction site. Con- construction mainly. site. Yeah, that's... 
that's all fenced off and everything. And you see those big gray trailers that are all parked. If it's one, then there's just one there. If it's if there's several, then it's a bunch of forty foot trailers parked there together. Uh, it looks like a, a an office building. He repairs them. That's his company. Uh, manufactures, repairs, and distributes. Them. Well, I don't know if you do distribute. Doesn't matter. He fixes them. Yeah. When they come back from construction and transport, he gets to deal with all the little bullshit that went wrong. Yeah. Or you know all the big bullshit because the customer decided they didn't want to let us know that the roof had been leaking for the last two years and so they fix it on their own, right? No, they just they just <laughs> let it leak. They just let it leak for like two years. It's only so, it's only wood. It doesn't rot. Yeah. The, so the roofs the roofs <laughs> fucked. The floors fucked. It's fine. I mean, we've had them come back where... I, I like soft spots. I don't like soft spots on the tongue. So, on the front of those buildings, you got... Depending on the building... Yeah, those um, hitches are fucking weird, by the way. They are. They're very weird. Yeah. So, your front bumper that you have, that the hitch is mounted to... Yeah. What is above that front bumper that the bumper is actually mounted to is... Depending on which building it is, it's either a single 2x6 or two two by sixes that's all that's holding that front end together i have noticed how very uh questionable those tongues look because you see the frame the the the, the c channel yeah that goes back to the front of the office and it just ends i'm like <laughs> what do you mean there's just like two bolts two two wood screws held in we're good <laughs> so the, yeah that's fine the front bumper is literally held on with four lag bolts. Well, that's in, not much better than what I just said. Into a two by six. Great. So yeah, um, I have seen those two by sixes if they're rotted, because the, all the weight of that building is sitting on that two by six. As soon as you go to pick them up, the hitch will just crumble. So my next question is, how light are these things? They're supposed to be around twelve thousand pounds. That's not light. Um, we've had a couple, like, so we had a triple wide that was craned into, uh, one of the female prisons <laughs> and the crane operator said, it's a good thing. You guys ordered an oversized crane each piece. So again, it was a triple wide. Each piece was 18,000 pounds. Oof. Triple wide. So that's a, a left, right in the center. Yep. Really? I didn't know they made those. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we go... So we've got... If you go up the I-17, um, up near Sunset Point, yeah. where they're doing all that new... Putting in all the new uh, rest stops and everything up there. In the median, yeah. Well, if you look off... If you're going north, if you look on the uh, east side, there's, I think, a 15-wide sitting up there. Fuck. I'm, like... So these trailers are 60 feet long, 12 foot wide, and there's 15 of them. So you figure that's 15 times 12, whatever that is, long. I, I clearly wide, don't know enough about yeah. these fucking things. You can basically go as wide as you want. You just, you know, hmm. we just got to find the buildings to be able to do so. Right. So we're actually, we're, I think we're still in the process of getting it. We're trying to get our actual reconstruct license <clears> with Arizona to where... If we need to make like a 20 wide and w there's not one available in the company for us to grab, we can literally just take buildings and put them together and start cutting walls off. So that's a full on, that's like a full on fucking, I mean, that's literally like three of this. Yeah. Oh uh, no, it's probably more like seven of this. I guess it's a tiny house. <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, yeah, that's the easiest way for like people to understand that don't 
pay attention when they drive past like construction sites and stuff like that. That's crazy. Is all of like your manufactured homes are basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just instead of being laid out for a house, it's laid out for an office. So standard layout of a 60 foot trailer, a 60 by 12 is two 12 foot offices and then a big conference room in the middle. So is this anything like, um, like the containers that I work with? Not so much. I mean, we do some containers. We have office containers, but our main focus is buildings, and it's way different. Because that's like, that's like the only true reference that I have um, when you talk about repairing them and shit is I see the guys, like I see them in there welding up holes and shit and repairing walls from people dragging them on shit. and No, so like... Sticking forks through them. So... We have certain times, and we call it tenant improvement um, work. Mm-hmm. So we have certain times that customers will request, you know, they want six offices in this trailer instead of our standard layout. So oh, I didn't even think about that. They actually have fucking, like, full-on rooms. Yeah, so I go in there, and I, I literally will build all the walls. Oh, no. To put. So that's why I was saying if when you wanted to build this, mm-hmm. this, I could have had all the framing done in, like, 30 minutes whatever dude the, the the shed that i showed you that i had built yeah when we were talking about all this i showed up i framed that entire shed and had it sitting in an hour and the guy looked at me and he was like you're charging me 500 dollars, and it only took you an hour i was like you're not paying me for my time you're paying me for knowing how to do this right because now i just got all your shit done in quicker quicker time than anybody else yeah piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole <laughs> So <clears throat> it's, it's one of those where once you learn how to do it, it's not hard. It's, it, I mean, the manual side of it, yes, it's, it's hard work. But as far as, like, the mental side of it and just knowing how to do it, it's, it's easy work. Hmm. So. I'm doing a little bit of R&D so I can get some visual on this bitch. <laughs> I mean, I got pictures I can show you, but. Did I spell it wrong? Nope, you're right. Yep, there's Ooh, one. Ooh, that's a fancy. Ooh, girl. I like that. I like the fucking wheelchair ramp. Yeah, so that's called, we call that a switchback, uh, switchback ramp. So, and it's just literally because it goes backwards. Hmm. You guys have like a model yard and shit? No. Specialty toilet trailers. Yep. You got ones with shitters in them now? Oh, yeah. Blast resistant modules. Explain that to me. I'm sure there's definitely a reasonable reason for it, but in my head, that don't feel right. I feel like that's just your containers. Blast resistant. It's probably for, like, the mines and shit, which, believe it or not, I frequent. So, so do we. I hate it. We I hate, hate going out to the mines. We hate when they come back. <laughs> but they look and smell like shit, too. Oh, huh? the mines destroy them. Or, oh, you get one back from the dairy? Huh. Portable sales. I dealt with a lot of those. So the sales offices, yeah. So the difference with the sales office is it just has a porch. No, that's what. That's where all the salesmen stare at you like a fucking crow. (laughs) Bitch. Modular complexes, thousand square feet, dude. That is literally almost as big as my house. Yep. Yes, folks. I have a tiny house. I'm trying to survive. Okay. And it says greater than a thousand. So that's like for those complexes. That's what it starts out at. So because your complex is going to be your double wides and bigger. Portable classrooms. Unfortunately, grew up in those. I'm pretty sure most of us have. Well, that makes me feel better. (laughs) All elementary schools and 
portable classrooms. Um, the essentials. But they actually do sell sell units too. So it's not just rentals. We'll hmm. actually sell units. Look at that. That's a nice ass office. Yeah, it takes a lot of work to get something like that. Anyway, god damn, that one's got two bathrooms, a bunch of cubicles. Yeah, so that right there that you're looking at, that's one, two, hold on, one, two, three, four, five, that's six, six wide. You guys work with Mobile Mini? Uh, we are merged with Mobile Mini now, yeah. Mm. That happened, uh... Does that piss your dad off? It, it, <laughs> it fully happened last year. Oh, well, shit. You know the story behind... My dad's company, right? Probox? <laughs> I gotta stop doing that. Yeah. So the owner of my dad's company used to be one of the higher ups at Mobile Mini. Used to. Used to. What happened? So it depends on who you talk to. Um, some people say he got fired, some people say he quit. So I don't know what actually happened, but. He left and decided he was just going to start his own container company. Hmm. And I think they're in four different states now. Robox? Is it doing okay? Yeah. Those They just uh, they deal with little 10-footers, right? They deal with everything. Okay, on the little pickups? Well, they don't do the, they don't do the 550s no more. Okay. Um, That's the, all I remember. Well, my dad would do 40s on the 550. Oh, my God. 40-footers? Yeah. How? What do you mean, how? No. I don't know. I so can't see it. I don't know. It's not. You're not loading it onto the bed of the truck. With the 550 that they were running, it was on a um, portable axle. So oh, okay. the axle was under a remote control. Start with that. <laughs> and so it was, it was a custom-built truck specifically for that type of work. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you would use the stinger, and you would hook into the ISO pockets, and you would lift the front up, and then you would set jack stands about midway, and then you would drop the front to pick the ass end up. And it just levels out. And then, well, you would run, it, literally the axles were on remote control. You would drive the axle underneath, and then lift back up, and it would set down on the axle. You pull your jack stands out, and you set level, and you just drive off. I lied. I do. I got I to gotta have a talk with my boss. <laughs> this is bullshit. We need new trucks. <laughs> but my dad's boss got um, got rid of him because he got weary of all the legality of it. There's a lot of legality there. Um, because you don't have your rear bumper um, or your, I forget what they call it, but like on your semi-trailers, how you have that, the rear bumper that's supposed to be for crashes to the, help. Like the landing gear? Yeah, to help not decapitate people if they rear-end you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, the, they're called DOT bars. Yeah, that. So ob- <laughs> Those. Obviously, with, you know, just picking up a container in that, in that scenario, you don't have a DOT bar. I'll be honest with you. I've never heard them described in that sense so that you, people don't get decapitated. I mean, that's what they're for. I, <laughs> cool. <laughs> it makes sense. I get it. That's why I pulled cars out of trucks, and they stop in front of the windshield. Yeah, son of a bitch. Somebody was thinking. <laughs> it was after somebody got decapitated. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> there was definitely a handful of people that were already fucked. <laughs> but, like, there was one time my dad actually got rear-ended with a container on the back. Oh. And so they tried the, the 
I think it was the insurance company or something tried suing, saying that they didn't have the DOT bars. And so it did turn into like this big old thing. And the judges ended up ruling that they're not required since it's not actually truly a trailer. Right. It's being dollied. Yeah, that's that's unfair. And so the trucks were legal and it was all legal and everything. But his boss just started getting iffy about it. So he was like, yeah, we're going to go back to rollbacks. When things start getting like questionable. That's when it's time to make the change before something bad happens. 100%. So, yeah, that's a smart business choice. So he sold all those trucks back to the guy that makes them. And uh, guy was like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want them all. And they went to, uh, I think they're running brand new Peterbilt rollbacks now. Still for Pro Box? Yep. Black and green? Well, green. Gray and green. I've never seen one, but I'll keep an eye out. Don't mind me, folks. Now you guys get to see my drinking habits on the show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm responsible. It's fine. So, but yeah, it was, it was cool because when they got the the first 550, Mm -hmm. my dad was the first one in it and I I remember he was super excited and he did the whole, he did the whole demo video to show how the truck actually worked. Like he's in the video. If you look it up on YouTube, Nice. he's the one demoing the truck. And then it was funny because when the boss was like, all right. This is your truck. Go get it registered. Because oh. the truck wasn't even registered yet. Is that so, why he got to take it home and all that? Um, well, he took it home because most of his pickups and stuff, he stays on West Valley most of the time. Um, and the yard's in the East Valley. So it oh. made no sense for him to run all the way over there. And So it just saved the, one, it saved the company money, and two, it saved him money. So it was right, right. kind of a win-win. But uh, when he went to go register the truck, so, like I said, it, they're custom-built trucks from this one guy, I think, in California or something like that. Hmm. And my dad said when he went to go register the truck, the VIN hadn't even been registered with the DMV. That happens more often than it should. And because the truck went straight from Ford to that guy that builds them. And it never went to a dealership, and the dealership is who registers it with the DMV when they receive it. So it never went to a dealership. It went straight from that guy to, or straight from Ford to that guy Whoops. to my dad's company. <laughs> so my dad had to gather all this other paperwork to take to the DMV to show them that it was an actual truck. It's, it's real. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> this truck exists. That's yeah, uh, a, a lot of times when we pick up new shit, like newer shit. Um, I say new in the sense that it was literally brand new when somebody purchased it uh still has temp tags and shit like that um the van won't populate in our system nor will it populate in the cop system <laughs> so it just it's like uh it's not real well it's like when i was selling cars there was a uh corvette got wrecked right in front of our dealership oh boy on the test drive oh they, they were literally on a test drive got t-boned <laughs> it was quite interesting because everybody's standing there like, okay, we don't know what to do at this point. Right. Like, <laughs> not really sure what just happened. Uh, that's, I was, I was thinking about this actually this morning. I was in the, the 17 to the one one transfer lane. Yeah. Pretty sure it was a giant accident right behind me because <laughs> my, my lane stopped. And then oh. all, all of a sudden I saw a table fly. I'm not sure where a table came from, <laughs> but it flew in the lane next to me, <laughs> and I saw like a bunch of dust and smoke. 
was like, well, somebody just got fucking plowed. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody else hit the table. I don't want the, the fucking table. The fucking table. I don't know where it came I from. I mean, at, le- at least it wasn't a piece of plywood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking about it to myself, and it sucks. Um, and I can't speak for any other state, probably California, but, man, out here, <laughs> the chances of getting hit by somebody that has insurance... Oh, my God. It's literally like 50-50. Yeah, 100%. So this is why when, when people want to act all fucking brody while they're driving and shit and they want to start road rage, I'm like, you really sure you want to go down this road? <laughs> like, not not me, but I'm like, if if whoever I'm with is driving and they start doing dumb shit, starting shit with other people, I'm like, why? what do you, like, you, you probably don't want to do this. Yeah. This is going to end up being your ass. Uh, and I don't want to, I try to be... Proactive enough, or I just don't get involved in accidents at all. I, I don't want to. Like, what? They're either gonna run or offer you cash. And it's it's too much of a headache. I mean, even it's if a they huge do, headache. Even if they do have insurance, it's a huge headache. <laughs> and like, people want to act all fucking cool about it. Like, they got what they deserve. I'm like, yeah, but now you're gonna spend a month and a half fighting to figure out what the fuck they're going to do with your car. You're going to go time without having a fucking rental. I guarantee it. 100%. You're going to make phone calls while you're at work. You're... Fuck that. And, like, so say my situation, it's 60 miles-ish mm-hmm. round trip or one way for me. So 120 miles round trip. You'd be fucked. Like, when I got when I got rear-ended pulling out of a um, out of a shopping center and... I straight told the guy, I was like, look, if you just want to pay cash for it, we'll call it good. Like, because mm. it's, it's a small dent. Like, you said you don't have an accident or anything on your record. So if you just want to pay cash for it and just, you know, call it good, we'll call it good. Like, because I can't afford to be out of a car, to be completely honest with you. Right, yeah, this is more trouble than it's worth. And, and he was like, no, no, we need to go through insurance. I was like, all right, whatever. And so I told his insurance company, I was like, look, I'll drop it off at your preferred body shop. And the only reason I'm willing to do that is because usually your preferred body shop has a rental car company built into it. Yes. And they better have that rental car ready before I even fucking show up. Yeah. I don't want to do this three-hour thing. Yeah. That's, I, I just wonder. Like, I, I understand that people don't think rationally in, in a moment of like road rage or frustration. I get that, but you got to try. <laughs> you have to try. I promise you it's fucking worth it. Well, that was like when I was getting my hair cut earlier. The the lady cut in my hair, she was like, "Speaking of which, it looks good." Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. She was like, "Um how do you not get upset driving up that much on that freeway on the freeways?" And I was like, "Well, I try to avoid the freeways as much as possible." Mm-hmm. She's like, "Well, how would you do that?" Especially during like rush hour and everything. I was like, you get off the freeway. <laughs> you just don't. It's literally the same time. <laughs> In the morning, it takes the same amount of time anywhere else. Yeah. But, I yeah, dude, I don't. I, 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 like, I still do the whole, I give myself plenty of cushion, which nobody else seems to fucking understand because everybody else wants that space. Well, but, yeah, you got to be the first one to the red light. Come on now. I know. I noticed. I've done, the, I've done it to where I look down at people. I'm like, God, you, hey, I saw you again. <laughs> Sorry you were in a hurry. Or the time somebody tries to, you know, they pass you and they jump in and out of lanes and then you end up just passing them and you're just still sitting in the same lane. Cruising on by. <laughs> like, oh, hey, yeah. bye. Was it, was it worth it? <laughs> no, but that shit, man, is, 
it's fucking not worth it at all. Like, not the not the the interactions, not the fucking the shops, not the rentals, not the money. It's bullshit. Oh yeah, way too much of a fucking headache. Yep. And like, there's people at my work that they fucking live for that shit. Oh. Like they they hope to get hit, and they're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to the chiropractor like three times a week and rack up all these bills and get. I'm like. Bro, that's way too much fucking effort. It is literally too much effort. Like, and besides the fact you don't even know how much of that you're gonna end up paying for because you're gonna pay for some of it. <laughs> I fucking guarantee it. Well, it's all gonna be on their insurance. My good luck with that. I got hit on my motorcycle and it wasn't all covered. Legally, it wasn't all covered. <laughs> I have yeah. friends like that in my life too, and they sometimes they've even started shit while I'm driving and I'm like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> now I gotta deal with this <laughs> I'm the one behind the wheel right. shut your mouth stop <laughs> unless you wanna walk <laughs> no it's it's definitely one of those things like you just have to be slightly more proactive and try to just think a little bit more rationally than the next guy you know yeah and I definitely believe in that shit. It's hard. Don't get me wrong. And it takes away from your pride and your ego. And I fucking don't like it either. But the thing well, is, is... also comes down to that defensive driving. And, <clears throat> I mean, it also keeps the blood pressure low. Yeah, I was, I was looking at my watch just a second ago. Apparently, my heart rate got a little bit high. <laughs> Getting a little heated over yeah. there? <laughs> my, my watch was like, hey, hey, breathe, big guy. Breathe. <laughs> Relax. Take a deep breath. Margarita, margarita, margarita. It'll be okay. <laughs> We're not even driving right now, dude. Take a deep breath. <laughs> I know you're sitting, and you just think you're driving when you're sitting, but yeah. you're not driving. Woosah. <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. I was like, oh, that's not good. Hopefully, that's not from today. <laughs> It's, uh, I think, um, you know, it's kind of a weird branch off, but I think it's something that's, uh, worth, worth talking about, but thinking, thinking rationally throughout your days. Yeah. Trying to just be a little bit more active in your own activities could potentially save your ass in a lot of different situations. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, I mean, from anything, I mean, if take it from a safety aspect or even just a you know general making life less hectic or it, it however you want to word it it keeps the headaches away man and it if you just think about what you're doing before you do it it makes things so much nicer just a little bit yeah. just a little bit and then especially like in in lines of work like like you and I have physically physically labor intensive jobs you just don't know when that's going to count. Oh, yeah. You know? I, I <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Starts giggling. A couple weeks ago. So, a lot of guys at work, they've noticed that I'll do a job once the way they want us to do it. Mm -hmm. And then I'll sit back and I'll reassess it afterwards. And I'll be like, hey, I'm going to try it this way next time. And I'll even go and I'll run it by the big boss and... You know, sometimes he'll be like, well, let's call safety, like our big corporate head of safety. Mm -hmm. And so I run it by him and they're like, ah, yeah, I don't see any issues with that safety wise. So, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sure. And uh, so we were replacing a roof a couple weeks ago on a trailer, which we do um, TPO roofing, which is just a giant roll of fiberglass roofing. 
Uh, it's like a rubberized fiberglass. It's really fucking weird, but it's, <laughs> it's fucking awkward. But it, it's super heavy. It's very awkward. Like to move the roll, it takes four guys. Oh god! And we used to use an EPDM roofing, which is just rubber. Mm-hmm. And is, is that like similar to like a camper roof? No. No. Okay. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. Moving on. But so with like your EPDM roofing. I can move the roll myself. It's a lot lighter. Yes. Um, but it's hard to get a hold of, and it doesn't hold up as well out here because it's rubber. Right. It's yeah. fucking hot. Just dries it out and cracks it up. So we switched over to the TPO, and it's very similar to layout. It's just a lot heavier and a lot stiffer. And I was training three other guys on how to lay a roof. Mm. And I told them, I was like, hey, we roll it all out. Like, we roll it flat on the roof before we glue it down. And then roll up half of it, glue it, roll that half back out, roll up the other half, glue it, roll that half back out. It's pretty simple. Well, they're like, well, why don't we just fold it in half? And I was like, you go ahead and try. Good luck. Mind you, again, it's a 64-foot building. And that shit's that that roll. I I can see what they're trying to do in in my head. They want to they want to just... They just fold gonna, it backwards. Yeah, they just want to tarp it backwards. Yeah. And it's not that light. And so they got it tarped back. They glue it. So they, they get all the glue laid. And now they're trying to figure out how to flip it back over. Because you can't just walk on the glue and pull it back. Nope. And so now they're trying to figure out how to take this 30, 32-foot <laughs> piece of roofing and, if they and ca- lay if they it ca- back down. If they catch a spot where it fucking bunches up, <laughs> it's going to just stick. Oh, yeah, because the glue's already tacky. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so it's just going to stick with a giant fucking hump in it. How are you going to fix that, smart guy? And so they got half the roof down, and it, just like you said, had a bunch of waves and everything in it. Mm-hmm. And I looked at them, I was like, that's cool. Like, And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, it looks like the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> I didn't know we could put waves in it like that. And they're like, well, how would you have done it? I was like, the way that I told you to. Roll it? And so on the other half, I rolled it, laid the glue. And you're rolling it out as you're laying the glue, so the glue's not tacky. So if you need to make adjustments, you can. And then I get it all laid out, and they're like, wow, that's really smooth. And I was like, well, yeah. I was like, now have fun ripping up your other half, and then roll it up properly and fix it, because we can't send it out like that, because that's going to hold water, which <laughs> will create leaks. <laughs> my favorite my favorite fucking comment for shit like that. That's my first time. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I got lucky. I don't know. <laughs> Never done this before. It just seemed good. <laughs> I've only worked here for three years. <laughs> it's fine. I don't, I don't have a fucking clue what I'm doing. Not a big deal. <laughs> God. Oh, yeah. I, I just think it, it's it's not really relevant to anything, but one of the funniest things I get to hear is uh, when I pick up containers that are at a stupid angle. Oh, yeah. Or I have to drag them or I have to drag my truck under it and I, like, turn my wheels so that way the truck drags sideways under the container. There's always some old timer watching me, and they just stand there and they just. And I'll, I'll get it all loaded up on my bed, hit my air brakes again so the truck stays still, and fucking start tying it down. They're always the same comment. Can you guess what it is? You've done this a couple of times, haven't you? <laughs> you. You know. My dad. A- assholes. My dad gets a <laughs> kick out of it because, like. So. Like when we were bird hunting, he took 
Friday off to go bird hunting on opening day. Mm-hmm. And so usually the way it sounds is his company tries to have the person that delivered the container pick the container back up just because it's easier. You know how you got it in there. I was going to say, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so one of the other drivers called my dad and he's like, um, how'd you get this in here? Fuck. And my dad's like, you can't look at it and figure out how to get it out. What are your job? And he's like, well, I don't even see how you would have been able to get it in here. There's like power lines. And my dad's like, I can promise you I'd never have power lines moved. So if there's power lines, I got it in there around the power lines. So you, you can figure it out. And <laughs> like, that's one of the things me and my dad talk about all the time is people don't think outside of the box anymore. They it's God, very, dude. if you can't do it the way the book says you should be able to do it, mm-hmm. then they can't figure it out. Or if it's not directly applicable, Yeah. Like if it's not just set in stone for you, then yeah. If you can't back straight up to the box and pick it up and drag it on your bed, then they can't figure it out. It's a big fucking problem, especially for us. I'll get to boxes. Sometimes it'll be completely sideways, shoved in a hole, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. Up against a curb and a new development. And they always say, well, how are you going to get it? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'll just drag it out. I'll drag it out sideways. I'll do what I will figure it out. Let me start pulling on it and see what she does. Are you going to leave marks in the asphalt? Well, yeah, I can't get in front of it. The one that uh, <laughs> the one that irritated my dad the most, he dropped a box off, and nothing was built yet. When he went to go pick it up, they had just poured concrete the day before. Oh, God. Around it. Oh, yes. And my dad was, and they were like, you can't crack the concrete. And my dad's like, well, then you're going to need to get something to get it out of there so that I can get it. Why don't you get a forklift out here then? And, uh... They're like, well, can you come back tomorrow? And so he had to come back the next day mm-hmm. so that they could get... Well, one, they had to move all the shit that was around it. Yep, yep. And then they had to get a forklift to move it so that my dad could actually pick it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, feel, I feel his frustrations way too well. Oh, man, there's not a whole lot of people that are going to understand half this episode. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I think we should probably label this one special edition work bitch. Because <laughs> that's all it was. There's a good, some, some good insightful things. Uh, be rational. Think logically. Do you really need this pain in the ass? Yeah. <laughs> but. I mean, even what we were just talking about, I mean, you can apply that to anything. If you, you, if you, you just think outside of the box, you know, you, you get yourself into a pickle. Mm-hmm. If you start trying to think out of the box, you'll find a way to get out of it. You know, you don't look at everything as black and white cut and you know cut in stone yeah i mean there's there's a work on your problem solving sometimes it's a little bit better uh one of the one of my favorite kind of uh analogies for something like this would be uh i i guess i hope this is fucking true because it sounded good but they (laughs) they say like for somebody i have a, a an eye prescription it's a weak one because my vision is not that bad but they say when you strain your eyes, when you not strain your eyes, when you when you put your eyes to work, when you look at stuff that's in the distance constantly, if you're constantly looking out at a view, and you know observing far far things away, um, it helps your vision heal. Huh. Um, if you can connect the dots and say you know look outside of what's right in front of you, uh, look look around a little bit, try and figure things out, and uh, it'll strengthen your problem solving. Yeah, I mean, can I, we I, connect those dots? 
I mean, I, I, I could see where you're trying to go there. Yeah. That was a, <laughs> uh, it felt good in the beginning. It came out like shit. Um, it's one of those of don't be don't be tunnel visioned. Yeah, look, don't, look don't, out and look around. Don't be tunnel visioned. Yeah. There's, there's always ways to figure shit out. Wow. She definitely ended on that. <laughs> that was pretty fucking terrible. I'm sorry. Anything else you'd like to add before we close out? I don't think so. I, I, I think this one's been a, a little all over the place again. Special edition work ramp. <laughs> That's where it's going. It's a Monday. And it's time for margaritas. Yeah? Yeah. Let me get. Just remember, it's only Monday morning, Mr. Mom. Uh, what? What? Never mind. Okay. Over your head. I was like, I don't want it. Oh, God, it shows me. Oh, what the fuck? Just hit the red button. Anyway. <laughs> uh, say it a million times. I'll say it a million times over. Like, click, and follow all the things, whether you're subscribed on Facebook, Spotify, uh, Instagram. Give it a like, follow. You will get updates from us about new merch, new events, and... Uh, Stay tuned for everything involving November because that's going to be a big month for us. So thank you for tuning in for another episode and welcome to the fucking live feed. Bye. Later.